and welcome to Philosophy Pod. I'm Jason Wirch, and today we'll be discussing Thomas Hobbes' views on free will. Thomas Hobbes was an influential philosopher of the 17th century, and he had unique perspectives on various philosophical aspects, including free will. His most famous work, Leviathan, was a book of political philosophy published in 1651, positing a world in which there is no government, which he thought would lead to a war of all against all, and requiring the need for a social contract to be signed, which was essentially the consent of the people to surrender some freedoms to an authority in order to maintain social order. It was his materialistic philosophy views on the universe as mechanical and law-governed that impacted how he thought about human freedom and the notion of free will. In Hobbes' view, all events in the universe, including human thoughts and action, are determined by antecedent conditions in accordance with the laws of nature. This determinism appears to be incompatible with free will, at least with a specific conception of it that requires the ability to do otherwise under precisely the same conditions. For example, if I chose to eat a sandwich today, Standard free will proponents would say that I could have eaten a slice of pizza, I just chose not to. Therefore, my action was self-determined. But Hobbes proposed a redefinition of free will to resolve this apparent conflict with the laws of nature. Hobbes argued that when we talk about free will, we are actually referring to the absence of external impediments to the action. He writes in Of Liberty and Necessity, quote, I acknowledge this liberty that I can do if I will, but to say I can will if I will, I take to be an absurd speech. In other words, free will for Hobbes is about whether we can act on our desires without external constraints, not whether we could have chosen differently under the same conditions. This view is commonly referred to as compatibilism because it holds that determinism is compatible with freedom. According to Hobbes, the human will is simply the last appetite or aversion that a person experiences before making a decision. Since our desires are determined by our nature and our experiences, they can be predicted and explained by reference to the laws of nature. However, that does not mean that our actions are not free. As long as there are no external obstacles preventing us from acting on our desires, we are acting freely. Hobbes' view of freedom is fundamentally negative. Freedom in this view is about the absence of external constraints rather than the presence of some internal capacity to choose. This is why he disagrees with the notions of freedom that emphasize autonomy or the ability to act according to reason. For Hobbes, whether an action is rational or irrational has nothing to do with whether it is free. In addition, Hobbes sees no distinction between voluntary and involuntary actions in terms of freedom. If you act on your desires, whether these are rational or irrational, conscious or unconscious, you are acting freely as long as there is no external obstruction. Moreover, Hobbes doesn't ascribe any ethical implications to his deterministic worldview. 
He doesn't deny moral responsibility for our actions because, in his view, morality isn't about whether we could have done otherwise, but about whether we are acting in accordance with social rules and contracts, which are necessary to escape the state of nature characterized by conflict and fear. Hobbes's view of free will has been the subject of much debate and criticism. Some argue that his conception of free will is too narrow and that a more robust notion of freedom, one that emphasizes autonomy and the capacity for rational choice, is necessary. Others worry about the implications for his determinism for moral responsibility, arguing that our desires and actions are ultimately determined by the laws of nature it seems unjust to hold us morally responsible for them. Despite these criticisms, Hobbes' view on free will have significantly shaped philosophical discussions, introducing a different perspective that necessitates thinking about the complex relationship between determinism, free will, and moral responsibility. This demonstrates the enduring relevance of his thought, and his redefinition of freedom continues to influence contemporary philosophical discourse. Thanks for listening.